0: Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, Beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Here's your host, Suzanne Deshotel the school year. There have been so many victims during this pandemic. And of course, school children, elementary, high school, teachers, everybody has had to work overtime and come up with new ideas to keep students engaged. Another big uh, victim of this has been music. However, at face school, which, of course, is a performing arts school, uh, they came up with an idea to bring everybody together. Every year, FACE does a concert. They do one uh, end-of-the-year concert, whether it be vocal, whether it be orchestra. And today, we are talking to people involved in the virtual concert that was put together by FACE students and teacher Theodora Sethopolis. Thank you. Thank you very much. And also joining us are two of the students, musical students, Ravi Yovanovich, who is a cellist, a pianist, and an audio tech person for this virtual orchestra that was put together, and a member of the click track production team, which we'll explain in a moment. Also joining us is violinist Siobhan Kuzak. She's in grade 11. Ravi is in grade 10. They're both students at FACE. And also joining us is the instrumental music teacher at FACE for the string section, Theodora Stathopoulos. It must have been absolutely crushing not to be able to do a concert this year. So tell me how this virtual concert idea came about. It was devastating.
1: At first, um, at the end of last year, we had a series of concerts uh, that uh, had already been booked. Uh, two of them at Place des Arts, even, and they were canceled. And then our final concert, which was really crushing, particularly for the uh, grade 11 students because they have two concerts at the end of the year where it's their final concert. Um, For some of them, they have been at FACE for 11 years And that is the final time that they are playing, making music on that stage in that auditorium. And everybody's really looking forward to to that experience. One is a vocal concert, the big vocal concert. The other one is the orchestra or the band concert. Uh, At first we were hoping, and then... (laughs) As, as the days grew on, we realized we could not have rehearsals. We could not have this concert. We were not allowed to get together for rehearsals or for the actual um, live concert. Devastating. It, it really was um, very heart-wrenching uh, to see the children, how disappointed they were. And um, being virtual, uh, even in the spring back then, Um, I thought, okay, we have to keep the children's hope up. We have to keep them motivated. And most importantly, like athletes, they have to keep practicing. They have to keep using their instrument and not lose hope because if they leave it, well, then it also leaves them the skills. So I came up with this pilot project. I was inspired by so many musicians that were putting online these virtual concerts. And I thought, hey, if they can do it, maybe we can try something. And I um, invited a small, relatively small group of uh, students who were part of the face chamber orchestra, not the symphony orchestra, because in the symphony we have over 60 students. Uh, I didn't know how it was going to go. And uh, the chamber orchestra is a smaller group. So we, we, did, we did it with the chamber orchestra. And um, sure enough, uh, it was really, it sounded really good. Uh, we had one of our tutors help us with all the the technical aspects and um, the, the hardware and everything. And so we were encouraged. I was encouraged. But then, of course, there was hope that in September, we won't have to do this. We're going to be live. And guess guess what September came and again we could not because of the distancing and the public health uh, risks and everything so then I thought okay we're just going to go we're going to open it up and get more all the kids involved we're just going to open it up have a call for a virtual orchestra and we're going to create three different level orchestras and whoever joins we're going to deal with it
0: three levels does that mean like grade level so a competency or it's like yeah it would be, it would be uh, three competency levels so
1: it would be uh, children who, uh, who are probably in the elementary school who have not been uh, playing as long or don't have as much experience with ensemble playing uh, then there was the intermediate level which are more advanced players and then there is the higher level which are the kids who Uh, are in high school for sure. And they are kids who uh, are more serious about their instrument. And um, at some point, or even at this point, they continue with private instruction in addition to the classroom
0: instruction. We're trying to put together a virtual concert. Does that mean, whether it's 20, 25, 30 students all get online as a la Zoom and everybody starts playing or, and then that's, you're recording everybody all at once, or is it a little bit more technical than that? Ravi, I know that you have a technical side to you, so can you answer to that?
2: Well, essentially the way it was put together is, in the planning stage, a few students were asked to put together click tracks, which is essentially, there's a metronome, they like going making a click for the tempo, so that everyone can listen to it at the same time when they're recording and it'll all be able to be put together later, and it'll be all in sync, so at the same tempo. Once that was put together, everyone can listen to that in headphones as they record their part, and when it's all put together, it'll all everything will happen at the same time, and it'll all line up.
0: Okay, so everybody's at home. So, so Siobhan, and you being in the 11th grade, this was going to be your last concert at face. Uh, so everybody's at home, and you're practicing, you're given the sheet music and you practice along with the, with the click track. And from your perspective, Siobhan, how did, what was your process? How did you do this?
3: Um, So my first thing to do was I wanted to listen to um, obviously the piece that we would be playing. Um, And then once I found what piece we were playing, um, I started practicing it at my own tempo while awaiting these click tracks, because without the click tracks, there is no point in, um, recording since if everyone would just record at their own tempo it wouldn't be in sync um so that was sort of my first plan of action and once I received the click tracks I started practicing uh with headphones and um then later went to record it when I felt like I was um like I was able to play and that it sounded as good as it could sound
0: Ravi, did you play, you played cello? Mm-hmm. So so let me ask you. So you're doing this all on your own. And Ravi, you were involved in then mounting everything and making the montage and putting things all together. So your technical skills are as strong, if not stronger than your musical skills. It's amazing. Um, so when you finished, and let me ask each of you this, Ravi, did you feel when it was done that you had participated In a concert? Did you get that feeling?
2: It was really, it was sort of, in ways, it was like a concert in that it was something that lots and lots of people could experience. But in some ways, it was different. For instance, when recording it, when you're doing a concert, you have one try to do it, and that's the concert. But when you're recording something pre recorded, there's a lot more room in some ways for it to be even more perfect because you can, if you make a mistake, you can always. Restart and Try Again.
0: Siobhan, from your perspective, did you get that everybody's in the room together feeling?
3: Well, at first I was really skeptical about it because I didn't really know how things were going to sound all together because it's almost like you can't imagine it. Um, but once I heard it, it did give me a feeling of like I was like listening to one of our concerts. So that was something that I, in the experience of listening to it, I definitely felt like we were like... I unison group, sort of, as to speak, I guess.
0: Yeah. And Theodora, from your perspective, did you feel that your students had accomplished what you were looking for and have that all together feeling? I think so. Um, I I had uh,
1: a great sense of accomplishment and satisfaction, even uh, without the ego (laughs) that comes along with conducting an orchestra or a group of students, of course, I'm not in front of them, um, waving my arms and being in control of them all and the tempo, which is a really empowering kind of feeling and experience. So um, that feeling aside, (laughs) um, but putting the hat of a teacher, not a conductor, but a teacher, uh, yes, I felt um, a great sense of uh, satisfaction um, for on many different levels. On the practical level, I think there were many students um, who benefited from using the click track because it's like a metronome that really trains instrumentalists to play better and to achieve higher and higher technique. So the motivation that at the end they're going to record that and it's going to become a concert part of uh, an orchestra, motivates them to use this tool, which is the metronome, um, which in itself is a tool that is very, very valuable for anyone learning to play an instrument. So that in itself ha- has great merit. The second thing is that um, they all had to continue playing and practice and we made the pieces just at their level of difficulty. So. You know they were pushed to uh, to do it, so that also. And I think at the end, the kids who did manage to um, do the to submit the recording by the deadline, because we had to set a deadline so that we would make it by the concert, you know, time. Um, those kids, I think, did get a great sense of um, satisfaction because now they had a, a concert; they had a tangible product that they could. Export. They could send it to their relatives and their friends and everybody, you know, they can see how many people are viewing it. I mean, if you look at the views, it's like uh, two auditoriums full of people watching it. So that in itself, you know, like you, you you're having a concert there, you know, you're, you're doing a, this concert. So it's a great satisfaction for the kids involved of, of accomplishment. Yes, yeah, so yes, I'm, I'm very happy with the result, and I'm very happy with the, the amount of, of kids who participated. I think there's going to be a lot more on this final round, um, and I'm very happy with the end result. Uh, also, you have to realize that these kids learn their parts alone. For the ones that we have on right now, uh, the kids were almost entirely on their own learning This music with the skills that they had, of course, from before, uh, you know, from the classes and everything, of course, they have a certain amount. But the autonomy and the motivation to um, to go ahead and finish this project,
0: I think, is really valuable. Uh, Ravi, let me ask you just before we um, say goodbye here. Is this a way you would like to do music? Go down the line, or do you prefer to be back in the room with everyone?
2: Well, I think they're they're very different things. In mm-hmm. fact, because it's impossible, really, to recreate the experience of playing music together in a room. There's so much nuance, so much communication, nonverbal cues, looking at each other, the cha- the fluctuations in the tempo, all sorts of very very subtle nuances that you can't really recreate when everything is created totally separately.
3: Um, yeah, I agree with Ravi. I think that it is a completely different experience in actually playing when you're with a whole orchestra and when you're um, playing with other people because you do have more of a sense and like the musicality is more unison, I find. And uh, it just sort of a different experience, obviously, than just practicing it by yourself or recording by yourself. Um, obviously, it is still... Um, good skills and it's still what you, the skills that you need to play in a group, Um, but I definitely would say that they are two different things, Um, but they both give really amazing products.
0: I want to say congratulations for your perseverance and for your passion and for your ingenuity, all of you, for putting this together and allowing the EMSB family to share in your talents. So uh, my thank you to instrumental music teacher at FACE, the string section, Theodora Stathopoulos. My thanks to grade 11 student who at least got to do her sort of a concert and maybe something will change for the end of the year. So my thanks to Siobhan Kuzak and Ravi Yovanovich, who was not only the cellist during the concert, but was instrumental, pun not intended. Uh, instrumental in putting up the whole concert together technically as well. So my thanks to all of you and my congratulations and thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you.